Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 72. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. Also, we have a special guest coming back with us again, Mr. Dwayne Steele. What's up? Hello, Brian and Carl. Glad to be hey, with you again. Glad to have you. All right, so uh, as always, we talk about what we got, and uh, we'll go ahead and start with Dwayne. Well, as most everybody knows, the cupboards have been pretty bare out there in the stores, and uh, but I did uh, get a few things, uh, a couple things through the mail, uh, Walmart specifically. I know a lot of people had bad experiences, but I was one of the lucky ones that didn't get my orders canceled and got what I ordered. Uh, picked up a vintage collection incinerator trooper from walmart.com and also a vintage collection the mandalorian and the child uh, special pack uh, that's a walmart exclusive and uh, also thanks to brian was able to pick up one of the uh, vintage collection uh, the new version of darth vader from rogue one uh, so three three new additions to my carded figure collection and my wife was sweet enough to uh, give me my very first uh, <laughs> Funko Pop ever. Uh, one of the special Valentine editions of the uh, Stormtrooper character for Valentine's Day. So uh, I'll hang on to that one because of who it's from. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pink. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all I've got Star Wars-wise in the last month or so. Okay. Uh, what'd you get, Carl? Not much, but I got two small stories behind each figure. I finally got <coughs> the first Mandalorian Vintage Collection figure they did. Originally, when I was shipped my cases of the Mandalorian figure, I also ordered three cases of straight cases of the Mandalorian figure. So I thought, well, I'll go ahead and you know sell all these Mando figures that was in the cases, thinking I'll have my Mando figure soon and... Now, just two weeks ago, I've got the Mando finally. They shipped <laughs> my straight cases of the Mandalorian. So I have that now finally after I was stressing a little bit, thinking, oh, gosh, I hope they don't cancel my cases of Mandalorian. And um, a friend online sent me a box of toys just for free. She just said she was going through her parents' attic, and there was actually a vintage Greedo inside of it. I got, I'll just, just randomly mention it, I got two Chips figures, um, the vintage Greedo figure and a Boss Hog figure. Cool. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Just for free, she just said she knew I would want them from watching my Twitter post. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, you get, I got the Boba Fett Lego helmet for Valentine's Day from my wife, and from my son, he got he wanted me to have the R two D two Funko Valentine's version, which is exclusive just through Funko's website and also got the Leia Bespin Escape it's uh, the one from the Power of the Jedi it was really cheap so I got it and Pote Snicken that's uh, one of the uh, Skiff Guard type characters and uh, also got the the Jabba Skiff Guard 3 pack um, I got these just because uh, we we're me and Bo's been playing a lot and uh, we play with the, the Skiff and we needed some more skiff guards. Uh, also, me and him has been playing with the Rebel Blockade Runner Hallway. And uh, I've got Bo here to talk about it. So, uh, you like that, don't you, Bo? Yep. So, what? Uh, what's your favorite thing about that? There's a lot of them. Yeah, we got four of them now. Nice. Yep. Alright, so what do you like playing? You tell them about it. Like, what can you do with it? There's a lot of doors you can open. Mm-hmm. 
Can you you can move stuff around, right? Yep. Well, There's what, little pegs too. Yep, little pegs that you can use to keep the the figures. Although we don't use them because they kind of a pain in the butt. You know, the the pegs don't come already like fused on to the the base. You have to you know take them out and put them in the little holes that they've got well whenever you do that and you put your figure on it they stay in the figure's feet so you can't move them around very much yeah and we did uh, all kinds of different configurations of where we put them things right yep what did we do we did all kinds name name at least a couple of the ones we did square Mm-hmm. and then we just did kind of a t-section type thing yeah the uh, other reason why i've got Bo here is because one of our patreon members i had uh, purchased a, a vintage weapon from him and he sent Bo some figures and uh, he wanted to say thank you thank you phil <laughs> yep uh, thanks phil we appreciate it uh, he really enjoys those figures and plays with it, plays with all of them you know it's the, it's, you've sent him ones in the past and he still plays with those too all right we'll say goodbye Bo. bye all right See you later. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> bye. Hopefully, people can send in uh, some Ask Bo questions so we can go back to the Ask Bo section because we haven't had anybody send in any questions in a while. And just for the record, shouldn't your vintage weapon be on what did you get from last month? Uh, yes, it should be, and I was going to say that too. <laughs> All right, it's uh, the oh shoot, the Bespin Blaster. Oh. Yeah, I had need, needed one for one of my Bespin guards. Uh, let's see what else we got um some news not much news announced since the last time we had a podcast because the other one was kind of late for january or february i should say and uh because this one's for march we got uh, some a couple of black series announcements a first order electronic helmet it's coming out in the spring of 2021 and then a black series six inch figure wrecker from the bad batch it'll be out this fall and Hot Toys is coming out with a Boba Fett deluxe version, which has two different Boba Fetts. One of them in that uh, robe type thing that we first see him in. And then the second one in the armor. So it's got, I'm pretty sure it's one figure. It's just got, you know, the two different outfits, like the armor and then that robe or whatever it is he's wearing. And then there's a Bo-Katan figure. I don't know when that one's coming out. Yeah, we don't really have any meeting news because we haven't been able to meet. Hopefully, uh soon i don't know have you guys ever thought about uh what what do we have this this year do we have um oh shoot what event do we have for the club um i want to say we have the swap meet yes swap Swap meet which would be the first first event of the year coming up probably in april or may at the latest uh, if we do it so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah that one we're gonna have to start you know club discussion in the not too distant future probably because it's almost march or it will be march by the time this this airs but uh yeah so keep an eye out on our facebook uh group uh, kswcc group uh if you're interested in uh you know information on when we get together and and uh, that swap meet especially is is a very popular event each year yeah um yeah it's like the auction last year we had uh what did we do? We did it online. But the swap meet, didn't we have a swap meet? It was at... Uh, yeah, I want to say we did. Uh, it was it was close to the time when we were, you know, everybody was getting ready to shut everything down. Um, but I think we went, went went forward with it, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. It would have been in uh, 
uh, Lexington area yeah. because Louisville, Louisville had the fall <clears throat> fester. Yeah, and we had the auction, sort of. <laughs> See, I was, sort thinking, of yeah. I was thinking Kevin started a virtual one since we didn't have it. But I don't know. Well, we got all the stuff ready, though. I'm talking about the um, swap meet. Oh. The swap meet. We yeah, I think one, Kevin did one online where online. everybody just offered yeah. up. Oh, had, okay, I don't remember. Which we might do again this year. I mean, it might have to be like that. I know I got an invitation for uh, the Ohio Star Wars Collectors Club, a virtual meeting coming up mm-hmm. uh, that they're just going to be doing Sunday? Online. I think it's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that too. Okay, well, um, the censors... Oh, one more bit of news I okay. don't think we mentioned last time. I'm not positive, but they actually started filming filming the Obi-Wan series. So they are now filming it. I don't remember mm-hmm. mentioning that last time. And the Cassie and Andor series is still filming, too. Yeah. And they just announced today that the Bad Batch animated series is being released on May 4th. Yep. Cool. I saw. I forgot, I forgot that. I just saw that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where was that at? Because I, I was looking at that, and there was several different things that they announced. Because it was also... I don't think there was any other Star Wars, though. Okay, uh, well, I guess we can go into our, our main topic uh, that we're going to be talking about uh, this time, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons why we got Dwayne on here, because I'm not a very big autograph person, so we're talking about autographs, and uh, there's, you know, Carl and Dwayne both collect a lot of autographs from Star Wars, you know, people, and uh, so I'll let you guys take over. Carl, you want to start, start off there? One of the things I want to say, my, one of my favorite things about collecting autographs is is meeting the person and getting to talk to them and telling <clears> them <throat> how you feel about their character or, or and, and acting and and why you're getting maybe getting this certain item signed and stuff like that. Is and and for, I mean for the most part, most of my experience, I'd say 98% of them has been good. I mean, there's been a couple of situations where I'm thinking. I mean, it hasn't really been bad, but you could just tell the guy did not really want to be there. Probably he'd rather be somewhere else. So it made me wonder why he was doing autograph signings, I guess, just for the money. Do you want to discuss who that was? Well, um, my experience with Anthony Daniels wasn't very good. It was just like, next, get out of here. <laughs> when I met him, kind of the type of thing. It's just like, eh. Um, but it's funny, though. I've heard a lot of bad things about Billy D. Williams, and Billy D. Williams did shake my hand and talk to me. So I thought he was pretty pleasant after I'd all, always heard that yeah, Billy D. Williams is not a good signer. He doesn't, he's kind of a jerky. And I thought, well, he was nice to me. <laughs> but I think of all the ones I've met Star Wars related, um, Peter Mayhew and his wife, hands down, were the two nicest. She sat at his table the whole entire convention with him, and he was just super nice. His line moved really, really slow because he was actually taking a lot of time with people, which can also be a bad thing. If you're standing there to wait and get an autograph, you're kind of wanting, you know, it's like, oh, would they just stop talking for I could get up closer and finally get out of this line and go on to where I need to go. You know how she met him? No, I do not know this. She got an autograph from him at a convention. Nice. That's how they oh, met. <laughs> I didn't know that. But one thing I'm sure Dwayne will talk about in a minute, but what I've done like Dwayne is I've been getting a lot of vintage collection figures signed by the Star Wars actors. But unlike Dwayne, I have I'm just stuck with the original trilogy people. I know he's just trying to get you know, get them all autographed if he can. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, something, you know, uh, and, and honestly, I don't consider myself an autograph collector. Uh, 
I'd always, you know, uh, sort of like Carl, I'd always felt like that uh, unless I could meet the person, the, the, the person, the celebrity in person, that it wasn't just, you know, that, that's the, it's about the whole experience, really. Um, but uh, uh, I decided back when uh, the Hasbro had released uh, with the, uh, um, what was the original trilogy collection where they, re, you know, released the, the uh, retro-looking carded figures, uh, but mm-hmm. it was the new super articulated figures. VOTC. Uh, yeah. Vintage, yeah. The, um, that uh, those would be really cool to, to get autographed by the by the people that played those characters, and that's kind of what got me into getting Star Wars autographs was just the, the purpose of getting those actually carded because that was what I was, was an action figure collector. Uh, so I started, you know, just slowly because they only released, I think, 12 of those originally. Um so it was limited as to which you know personalities I could get, which celebrities I could get uh, autographs from, and then I think they released a another twelve or so in the Saga collection, um, and then of course now we're we're what a hundred and forty or hundred and sixty uh, figures into the vintage collection. Oh, it's the so, hundred and ninety. Now is it up to that amount? So uh, so I must be missing some then. Anyway, now <laughs> well a few of them haven't come out yet, but they're right, up. Yeah, I think the. Assignments, yeah. 100 and yeah, 80 some. Right. So that's provided, you know, a whole lot more flexibility and opportunity to get not only the the original movie uh, people, actors and actresses, uh, autographs, but also it's expanded out into you know the prequel trilogy of actors and the sequel trilogy actors a little bit, and even the uh, animated series voice actors. Uh, are some people that I've, I've met and, and got their autographs on the uh, the action figures of the characters that they uh, voice in the, in the Clone Wars and the uh, uh, Rebel series and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, uh, I haven't sat down and counted it up, and I know I've probably got, uh, I don't know, three or four dozen autographs now, probably close to 40 or 50 autographs of, of different people. Uh, and uh, so I guess now I am an autograph collector. Uh, one of my goals has been to try to get the, a lot of the original trilogy actors because they're not getting any younger. I mean, let's face it. No. Uh, so uh, yeah, in 2020 was a bad year. We lost several of them. Right. So I, I was fortunate. I felt fortunate that I that I you know have been able to obtain. Uh, with the exception, of course, of Harrison Ford, uh, I have been able to obtain an autograph from all of the major players in the in the original trilogy, uh, from Kenny Baker and Anthony Daniels to Peter Mayhew and and uh, uh, Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher. Uh, so you know, right now I'm I'm really you know uh, uh, down to just a lot of uh, even you know some of the role players like guys that have played Tuscan Raiders or guys that have played Stormtroopers and stuff like that because we have those figures but it's just a matter of those those performers uh, showing up at conventions or having autograph sessions somewhere uh, to take advantage of getting them to sign the the uh, action figures and of course if, if the person if I don't have a, an actual vintage collection or a vintage style carded action figure I you know and I, I don't get a person's autograph at this point I don't just go for autographed pictures or autographed other action figures from from the, from the toy line just the vintage co- style cards did you get yeah, Dennis Lawson 
Uh, yes, I did actually. Okay. Yep. One of the ones I got, Urban Kirshner. I had him just sign an eight by ten with him directing. So yeah, right. I couldn't really have him sign a figure, but I had to have sure. it when I had the chance. Yeah. Actually, I'll back up a little bit and say that I have gotten a couple of autographs from people like Lauren Peterson and uh, Ben Burt, the sound designers and model designers, uh, books that they have contributed to or, or, or created or written, <clears throat> uh, was able to get their books autographed by them. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, and uh, some of the ones most recently that I was able to get at Celebration of Chicago, uh, the biggest name I got was Hayden Christensen, which was, I believe, his first or second appearance ever at a Star Wars-type convention or uh, fan convention. How was it meeting him? Uh, it was a little bit uh, rushed. Uh, he was he was very much in demand, and that's usually why why these people are are kind of short with you. Maybe I think a lot of times is because they get them to these conventions and they really overbook them as far as where they need to be at what time and, and how many things they're appearing in and everything. But he was nice enough, and you know, and I told him that that you know he gets a lot of catches a lot of grief because of you know his perceived inability to act or whatever you know uh, at the time that he was in the movies but I told him I really enjoyed his performance and he seemed to appreciate that I always tried to, to compliment him you know on some way I got uh, also at the same convention was able to get uh, oh what's his name the guy that played Jar Jar Binks uh, Ahmad Best Yes, all my best was making an appearance for the first time in, a, in forever because he had really gotten uh, a bad experience with autograph collectors and fans and had had kind of you know stopped doing it for a long time. And I, again, I told him, I said, I, you know, I really really enjoyed. I thought his performance uh, at the time was groundbreaking for what it was, and uh, you know, just kind of complimented him on on you know being a part of Star Wars and thank always thank him for. You know, showing up there and, and taking time to, to meet and greet, you know, meet our meet us fans uh, and uh, sign our stuff for us. Of course, we're paying a pretty penny for it sometimes too. Yeah, that's uh, one thing so. I was going to say when you said you never counted them. I, mm-hmm. Me and Dave's talked about that before. We suggest you never count your autographs because then you're <laughs> thinking how much you've spent over the years. Sure. Yeah. Yep, and it is, you know, I was rec- recollecting uh, earlier this, uh, and you know, actually it was later in last year when David Prowse passed away, that he was my very first actual autograph from Star Wars personality, um, and then he, I think he was probably my second or my third, because I got him, I did, when I first met him, got him just to sign a couple of posters or something, uh, when I was very, when I was just barely getting back into the hobby. But then later on, I got him to, to sign one of my action figures. Uh, but uh, that very first one, I, I think I got three or four pieces signed for free. It was mm-hmm. just came with the price of admission to the to the convention that we were at. And, of course, the next time when he was at, the, I think it was Star Wars Celebration 3, uh, I probably paid 40 bucks or something like that for, at that time. But he was commanding probably... Uh, some, of course, he wasn't going to the celebrations later on in his in his career in the in his life, uh, but I think he was commanding probably sixty or seventy five bucks at some some appearances uh, up until the time of his death here recently. Well, I got my autograph from David Prowse at a comic book shop in Canova, West Virginia. He was up there signing for free. I didn't even have to pay. I just went in there and I had the. Uh, the only figure I had at the time uh, that was extra that I had was the one with the removable helmet. And so I had him sign that one. And he, you know, he didn't say anything about it. He just took it and signed it. And 
you know, everybody he was talking to everybody you know about his experiences and stuff like that it was pretty cool i met him at adventure con is when i got his autograph and i think it was forty dollars at the time when i got it Mm-hmm. i only have one other autograph and i got it at celebration orlando what year was that 2017 i think it was and i got uh, john ratzenberger to sign the major bryn derlin figure i've got mm-hmm. and uh i just uh i've really liked him throughout you know throughout my life you know all the stuff that he's done you know of course whenever he was first in empire strikes back i didn't know who he was i didn't find out until you know just a few years later when cheers came on and he was great on cheers yeah he might have been one of the top two or three characters and uh so you know i kept going man he looks familiar and then one day i was watching empire strikes back and i was like ah he's playing in empire strikes back and uh, i thought that was pretty cool and 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 he does a lot of other stuff too i mean he he's in like almost every disney movie that has voices you know he's a voice of some kind yeah, if you think about all the movies, you know, that are, I guess, Pixar, not Disney, which is, I guess they're one and the same now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what I'm talking about? Do you ever notice his voice yeah, in the, in the yeah. movies? Yeah. Yeah, he was a regular voice cast actor on, on the Pixar movies. Uh, you know, they would always try to find a way to stick him in just as a, sort of a continuity. Yeah, because uh, yeah. like in Monsters, Inc., he was the abominable snowman. <laughs> or bone you know and uh or yeti whatever i guess it was a yeti not a snowman <laughs> yeah i just pulled up imdb he has 172 credits mm-hmm. so what are what are your some of your guys favorite like signatures that you've gotten well i uh like I said, I was able to get Hayden Christensen on an, an Anakin Skywalker figure last last celebration. Uh, one of my, you know, a uh, couple of my favorites have been, uh, I, I would say probably uh, Warwick Davis was mm-hmm. really, uh, you know, uh, at the time, like Carl says, some of them just rushed you through. He was taking the time to talk to people and... Uh, you know, uh, he's got a really nice signature. Uh, you know, one of those smooth flowing. A lot of them. I'm trying to get my know, wife just, to come in and talk about that because she <laughs> she got his his too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, so that was really cool to 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 meet him, and and of course he's shown how how much he likes to be involved with all of this because he's been you know like a stage uh, MC uh, at several of the uh, celebrations and everything, and he's always taken on extra duties and. and doing meet and greets and everything um also like like carl said peter mayhew was really you know uh, a gentleman and, and his wife was there of course at his table by his side the whole time and and uh, he was even though i think uh, of course the general policy is uh, at the bigger conventions no pictures no no stopping and you know posing or anything like that and just move the line move the line he would you know i think he was sneaking a few pictures now Ray Park, uh, of course, he was one of those that we wished he would have, you know, hurried up a little bit. Uh, but now he actually, some some guy in front in line in front of me had the double bladed lightsaber. Ray Park stepped out from behind his table <laughs> and did like the whole 
lightsaber, you know, twirling behind his back and over his head thing that he did, you know, in episode one uh, for the whole crowd there while he was signing an autograph line. So, uh, you know, he was really... <laughs> it was pretty interesting. So, but now, I do have one autograph that uh, that uh, I actually bought, uh, you know, through the through eBay, I think, or somewhere. Uh, and it's a Sir Alec Guinness autograph. Of course, he passed away years and years and years ago. And my, my plan at the time was to take the Obi-Wan Kenobi action figure and take this autograph, which is just a cut autograph on a, uh, uh, like an index card, and kind of mount it uh-huh. uh, to the to the front of that uh, action figure and display it that way as sort of like a, a little frame or, or something. I've uh, never really gotten around to doing that. It's in it's in a star case with the action figure that I plan on doing it with, but I've never... But, uh, you know, I'm pretty, pretty glad to have one of his autographs because they're not very common. Uh, and it's an, it's a nice example of an autograph. But uh, so those are some of the ones that that uh, I really you know think are special uh, and have enjoyed you know uh, the experience of getting them at the different ones. There there've been some that, and I won't mention any names. Like I said, that they were just kind of put offish uh, and trying to you know uh, didn't really act like they wanted to be there. One thing that was kind of cool, of course, Ashley Eckstein, uh, the voice actress for Ahsoka Tano on the Clone Wars series, and, and of course, the most more recently, the Rebels animated series. Uh, she was, uh, she's like a Kentucky-born uh, native. Uh, she didn't really grow up in Kentucky, but she, she's from Kentucky originally. Her dad was working, I think, in Louisville at the time she was born. <coughs> so I had my Kentucky Star Wars collector shirt on when I went through her line. Mm-hmm. And uh, she noticed it, and I and she said, "Are you from Kentucky?" And I said, "Yeah, it's me, cousin Dwayne." You know, <laughs> I was kind of joking with her. And she said, "Oh yeah, I forgot. We I, we we made it to the last family reunion, didn't we?" <laughs> so she, me, and her joked around for a few minutes and had a good good laugh. Um, and, and a side note, I don't know whether you guys have seen this or noticed that the that action figure that I got signed. Uh, it's going for like four mm-hmm. or five or six hundred dollars. Yeah, we was yeah. talking about that. We talked about that. <laughs> yes, and, uh, that's yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw one. I think it closed. I actually, a graded one, like an eighty grade, fourteen hundred dollars. And that, and, and that, I just, I just ruined mine by getting her to sign it. I guess <laughs> that one. Me and Mark that talked about more this. Or not. Yeah, me and Mark talked about it a little bit too. And at the time, that one wasn't really a hard figure to find, too. Uh-huh. I mean, you could see it on pegs. So it was right. like, ah, why don't we buy them all? What one? It's even been re-released, you know, in the Black series. Yeah, the Ahsoka. Normally, that drops. No, the Ahsoka wasn't on pegs. Yes, I saw it on pegs when it came. Me and Mark talked about it hanging on pegs. I thought that was the the group that was purchased oh, online. Maybe it was. I thought it was, yeah. but maybe I'm confused. But well, okay, it was available easily online for a while. So. Oh yeah, you could have bought a bunch of them. But yeah, that was that was a mistake. We all should have stockpiled them. <laughs> uh, who would have thought? Heck, I'm I'm thinking about selling mine if they're going up for that price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you'll be like, ah, oh, my whole. Yeah, I think uh, I said the most they'll re they'll re-release it. Was six hundred and forty 
dollars, and that was a sold price. I think they'll re-release it too, just for the fact of you know her character being in the you know the Mandalorian series. But two of my favorite experiences. Well, one was I already mentioned Peter Mayhew, but um, um, Irving Kershner was great. He was taking the time with everybody, and his line wasn't. I was really surprised, even though I didn't think he did a lot of conventions. His line wasn't that long, and he, he you had to really talk loud to him because they even told you when they sent a line he can't hear you, so speak <laughs> up. But he, I, it was just a really good experience to talk to him a little bit. And, and um, one other one I had was when I met David Pryor's, I being the Hammer Horror fan I was, I had to talk about Vampire Circus, and he seemed impressed that I'd seen Vampire Circus. I would have been was, too. <laughs> he was the strong man in the movie and everything. He's like, he's like, yeah. He said he he really enjoyed that working for them and everything and. And, and like Dwayne, I also have one of a person I didn't meet him. Um, Clinton, who's in our club, always brings something nice, usually to our Star Wars Club auctions. And he brought a Christopher Lee autograph one year, and, and I ended up winning it. And it's probably my one of my favorite things in my collection that that, that I have. And it's and obviously I never got to meet Christopher Lee, but I'm thrilled to have his autograph on an eight by ten. So what what got you all started in actual? you know autographing get, getting autographs i think for me is i just like to meet the people when i i mean that's one of my favorite things about going to conventions is 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 getting to talk to the celebrities and stuff like that i mean at one time um i was doing conventions and everyone would pose for a photo with you for free i mean and now that's long gone it seems like if you want to it's mm-hmm. like maybe you know sixty dollars for an an autograph 40 if you want a selfie at the table and stuff like that it's just i just think that it's just makes it, it makes me want to collect just for the fact that i can get them to meet somebody that's meant something to me in a movie and stuff like that that's one of the reasons i've stayed away from prequel characters since you all know i'm not really a huge prequel fan so now i mean if if i was going to a convention with a bunch of rogue one actors or something like that i mean or you know the recent trilogy i mean my, my opinion would probably change on those autographs so i'd probably branch out from the original trilogy yeah i think for me originally it was just the the opportunity um and because like i said i, I it kind of coincided with them uh, with hasbro releasing those vintage uh looking carded figures and uh the celebration conventions were just starting up and, and they were you know uh, adding more and more autograph uh, celebrities autograph uh, people from the movies and at that time it was a lot because we didn't have you know what celebration three was in what 2002 uh, two so I think. We, we just barely had the first two prequel movies out um, but uh, you know they had a lot of the original trilogy characters you know as everything from from mark hamill uh down to you know the guys that played job of the hut's tail uh, <laughs> were there you know every ewok under the sun was making you know an appearances and stuff so uh, uh, I saw the opportunity at the time. It was it was kind of affordable to do it uh, to get a you know a, a ten a eight or ten dollar action figure signed for twenty bucks. Uh, so I, I just did it, uh, and uh, but it's gotten increasingly more uh, expensive, and so I have to be much more picky. I think at this last one, I only got maybe four or five autographs, and um, you know they were they were not cheap. So I have to be. Of course, I'm like I'm also limited in the characters that you know that coincide with the action figures too. So it's it's not that I have, you know, can choose from every autograph character or personality that they have appearing. They have a lot of them, 
that I, you know maybe would have liked to have gotten their autograph, but they don't they don't have a current figure out for that for that character. So um, I imagine as we go forward with the next celebration and stuff, we're going to see more of the sequel trilogy characters. Maybe some of you know some of the the Poe Dameron's or, or Finns, uh, those actors coming uh, to some of these uh, celebrations now, and probably like Carl said, even some of the Rogue One and, and uh, uh, solo actors even will be making appearances so maybe that's going to open back up the opportunities a little bit more but uh, I just you know I like I think it's kind of neat to have the autograph of that person on on a representation of the character that they played because a lot of times if you just get a headshot autograph you know a photo of a headshot of an actor uh, you know they've been in so many things that it's not specific to a certain role a lot of times or if it is uh, you know the the photo maybe isn't always you know the greatest uh, quality or, or uh, you know it's hard to kind of keep them in the same I know like you said with with some of the other autograph collectors I have or I know they have eight by tens they have eight and a half by elevens they have you know 17 by 20s and just different sizes of different you know photos so it's kind of hard to have a consistent collection when you just do flat objects now some people of course i think clinton specifically has got a a one sheet poster that he's carried around for years probably 20 years and it's just got every cast member or technician or anybody that he could come in contact with to sign that poster now that's something i really admire uh, that somebody can can build an autograph collection on one single item like that. I've seen posters like that, and I've seen Darth Vader helmets with with just crammed full of autographs. Um, so, and he has, I don't know, it's just there's different, you know, different people have different you know preferences and everything, uh, and that's what makes it kind of a. Uh, uh, more diverse hobby, really, I guess, because some people, that's all they do is collect autographs. They don't do the toys, they don't do the costuming, or they don't, you know, don't do the Legos or anything. They just they just go after autographs. Mm-hmm. But I consider myself a, a toy collector first, specifically action figure collector, and then, you know, secondary would be if I have an opportunity to get an autograph, I'll, I'll try to get it. Yeah, I do know a couple of people from a podcast called Star Wars in Character who get you know autographs on posters try to get all the ones from a certain movie onto their that movie's poster so i think that was that's pretty cool they can they can do that and they've even like sent it off to have people sign it which is just crazy because i'd be afraid (laughs) that something happened to it well believe it or not i've sent probably i think if i can remember correctly i actually sent three of my action early on i sent three action figures off to get them autographed autographed through the mail with a you know it was a reputable service at the time and they were offering you know private signings uh, one of them was mark hamill uh, so i've never actually uh, gone through his line and gotten his autograph in person i've seen him in panels and stuff i've seen him in person at several, mm-hmm. on several occasions and i think one of them may have been anthony daniels so uh, i didn't I guess I didn't get Carl's experience. Um, well, so. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't get Anthony Daniels' autograph, but I have talked to him occasionally when he would come through the line whenever you're waiting to get into celebration. Right. He, he's one of the guys that were, you know, one of the only ones that would come down there into, you know, those lines that everybody's waiting overnight in, and he would come through and say hi and talk, you know, talk to everybody, take pictures with people and stuff, and I thought that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I guess you just have to catch him in the right mood. <laughs> yeah. I, I must have caught Billy D on a good day because another thing I remember about that experience, too, one of our former club members that we hadn't seen in a while, Nadim, I'm standing in line to meet Billy D. Williams, and he, he sees me, and he goes over there and pokes me and says, hey, he, he says, um, he says I see Billy D. Billy D. is late for his signing, he says, which is normal with him being a jerk. <laughs> and, I, and then I got up there, and he was nice to me. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But he was, I think he was like 30, 35 minutes late for his schedule appearance there. But mm-hmm. but it was it was fun. It was cool. Someone that I would like to have at some point, some way, on a Star Wars autograph or even a Hammer Horror autograph is I'd love to get my hands on an authentic Peter Cushing. Yeah. That's my holy grail for all autographs. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually searched him online, you know, for for autographs because uh, I was thinking about you know like you like I did with the Sir Alec Guinness to get just a, a nice cut autograph of him and put it in the Grand Moff Tarkin fin with the Grand Moff Tarkin figure, and the, yeah, those are again scarce. And uh, most of them are, are on photos. It's hard to find one just on a on a card or, or without some sort of you know personalization or something like that. So, yeah, I think for me, if you ask me, who who my kind of my holy grail autographs would be? Obviously, Harrison Ford. I think every Star Wars autograph collector. George Lucas to, for me. Uh, you know, Harrison. Of course, these there's been recent opportunities where you could get his autograph, but if you know you got to shell out, I think twelve hundred bucks. Yep, um, and then uh, just some of the the lesser—I won't say lesser—but some of the other people. Uh, I think two others I would love to have. I'd love to have Frank Oz on a Yoda figure, and I would also love to get a, a, a signature, a James Earl Jones signature on a Darth Vader figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be two more that that I really hope that I get a chance to get before you know. Like I said, none of these men are, are getting any younger. Uh, now, when you mentioned George Lucas, obviously I've. <laughs> The last, I think, three or four celebrations I've been to, I've carried my George Lucas uh, Stormtrooper <laughs> figure with me, just in case. Well, it's always uh, good to be prepared. You know, pipe dream, but uh, I, I, actually I consider myself as having a George Lucas autograph because you guys have seen my letter that I received from Lucasfilm you know, years ago where I did a, a movie theater promotion with Star Wars yeah. uh, to raise money for charity and he sent me a congratulations letter and i'm pretty sure the signature on it is is authentic mm-hmm. they sent me a congratulations letter and it's signed by george lucas so that that's what i consider at least for now it's sort of my spot holder for a george lucas autograph but yeah i'd love and i actually saw one of those stormtrooper george lucas stormtrooper figures uh, autographed in a, in a collector booth uh, at celebration uh, I forget which one it was, uh, but the guy, yeah, again, the guy wanted like a thousand dollars for it or something crazy like that. Which probably is not too bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I think George is easier to get than Harrison Ford, though. Probably. The thing is, I bet you caught George out somewhere. He would stop and sign something for you. Yeah, I've heard good stories about Harrison Ford before, though. Um. I've read on an Indiana Jones group of this guy posted some pictures, saw him, I guess his, he's what, with that Clarissa Flockhart, her parents mm-hmm. live in Tennessee and caught him getting off an airplane and he signed like four photos for him oh. there in the airport lobby. Yeah. So <laughs> just the luck, go hang out in the Tennessee airport, I guess. Right. Yeah. But I've also heard, don't hand him anything Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So well, maybe that was it, too. That was all Indiana Jones yeah. photos that reports he... Reports kind of vary as far yeah. as whether he's, 
I think he might have mellowed so. a little bit on that, though, now. Well, J.J. Ames did get him to come back, so... Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah. Three times he appeared as a something in... <laughs> that's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He wasn't in the middle. No, he wasn't in the middle movie. He was dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and, of course, I, I don't... And like Carl has mentioned, he kind of branches out a little bit into some, some other movie... Uh, autographs and, and I think both of us have a few sports autographs and, and Brian you even I think have mentioned you oh got, yeah uh, you know baseball and uh, well, stuff I probably like have so it can be addictive it really can uh, 40 or 50 you know baseballs signed uh-huh yeah so I'm only missing a couple I, of the great eight yeah. reds so just whatever like I mentioned earlier whatever floats your boat as far as you know whether it be you know what we can a lot of people consider geeky stuff but like Star Wars autographs, but then, you know, uh, some other people, those same people might think, oh, well, you know, cool, Johnny Bitch autograph, that's not geeky at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's manly man stuff, but uh, it's still pretty cool to, because you get to meet the, that's me too, is I don't really, you know, unless I get to meet the person, I don't, uh, you know, I don't value their autograph, you know, or I don't care to, to get their autograph. I don't go online and buy Johnny Bench autograph. I paid and traveled to Cincinnati to actually meet him and get his autograph in person. At a, yeah. at a I got mine for free. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think I've only bought a couple, and uh, unfortunately I'm going to have to buy Joe Morgan. Yep. Yep, you better get on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That was another one uh, that I, I just happened to, to have some spare time. So, like the day after Hank Iron passed away, uh, a few weeks ago, I went on eBay and started to search Hank Iron autographs, and they were already just people were just speculating and, and starting to raise their you know asking price on the on the auctions and everything for them. Mm-hmm. And that's just sad sometimes that uh, people will take advantage of a person passing away to uh, you know jack the price up on that person's you know signature uh, but it happens any other stories i can't think of any star wars ones to share <laughs> i don't really have a an autograph story but i don't know if i've told it on here or not about meeting uh jeremy bullock at so at uh, celebration five whenever i was eating lunch i was sitting at a table and i was all by myself because i think you were probably in line getting autographs <laughs> and uh and this guy, you know, he comes up behind me and says, "Is you know, can I sit here? Any seats taken?" I was like, "No, you can sit." Oh, oh, it's Jeremy Bullock. Yeah, go ahead. So we sat there and talked for a while. I thought it was pretty cool. Now, were people coming up and bugging him and recognizing? Him? No, nobody. I don't think anybody else recognized him for whatever reason. I, it was just me and him. I was just like, you know, and we sat there talking the whole time, and I didn't even think about, you know, asking for an autograph. Because I, I didn't really collect autographs. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool. But, of course, an autograph would be proof that this actually happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't care if anybody believes me or not. <laughs> I know it's true. It's too cool for him to make up. <laughs> Conveniently, I was off somewhere else getting an autograph. Hey, but if you look up it, this, this happens a lot to people with Jeremy Bullock. He did go around and just act like he was one of the crowd. I think if Brian was going to make it up, he'd have said, you know who sat at my table? George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't wearing plaid, so nobody recognized him. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for autographs. I know it's one of the 
few things that we haven't talked about on here. And uh, I want to thank you, Dwayne, for coming on here and talking about your autograph stuff. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. And it was nice hearing your your stories, also, Carl. Well, thanks. I like hearing uh, I like hearing stories about stuff like this and and a lot of other things too about Star Wars. You know, people's experiences and stuff like that. Hopefully, in a, a few months, I'll be talking about my experience of going to Disney mm-hmm. and uh, going through the uh, Galaxy's Edge and and riding the rides and stuff like that. I'm sure you'll build some droids too. And yeah, those. Bo's building a droid, and I'm building a lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm, I can't can't say that I'm not jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we'll all get a chance in the next few years to, to experience that. Of course, I'll have to take my 21 or 22-year-old little boy with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let him build a droid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to read us out there, Carl? Okay, once again, I want to thank all of our Patreon members for helping us out with Patreon. And if you want to help us out, like we've said before, you can help out as, as low as a dollar a month. I mean, it's, it's on, we have various levels. It's on patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And we're on Facebook. We have facebook.com slash Star Wars Collector Podcast. And we also have a group on Facebook where we talk about toys and stuff if you want to Discuss, feel free to post away if you want to discuss any of your favorite autographs or anything from this recent subject or anything in general, actually. Um, also, you can still leave us an iTunes review if you feel inclined to. We're on Discord as well. And if you need to email us for any reason, like Hasbro to send us some toys to review or something, hint, if you're like they're like they're listening. But TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and um, we're on Twitter as well. Um at TSWC Podcast. And once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. And our Facebook shout-out this month goes to Timothy Phillips. Thanks, Timothy. Thank you, Timothy, and everybody else, uh, especially our Patreon members. And we're working on uh, our uh, trading cards as soon as I can get Carl to... I'm trying. I was thinking about that. I will, I will email her again as soon as we get off here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that, so every quarter... You know, for those that don't know or haven't, you know, been able to, uh, hey, because we haven't been, we haven't talked about it in a few months. Uh, we're doing trading cards of vintage figures, and uh, so for the one dollar and two dollar levels, you get one card every quarter, and for the five and ten dollar levels, you get two cards every quarter. One of them will be an alternate version of possibly the one that we already gave out to everybody. So, for instance. Everybody gets a blonde-haired Luke, and then the five and ten-dollar levels get the blonde-haired Luke and the brown-haired Luke. You know, some kind of a variation. It may not be of the same figure, just because there's not enough to go around. So it may be, uh, you know, something else. Yeah, we may take a, I don't know, a vintage collection version as the alternate. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, you know. But we'll try to do mostly vintage. But uh, of course, the alternates you can't. There's not enough alternates to to do that every single figure. And I guess that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget to send in your Ask Bo questions. We want to uh, we want to hear some of Bo's answers to any of your Star Wars questions that you may have or want to ask, or just want to hear him give his answer. So uh, send us all in to TSWCPodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks again, Dwayne. 
No problem. Yeah, like thanks, I said, Dwayne. I really enjoyed it. Hope that I've, uh, you know, shared some insight into the my world of autograph collecting. It's not, uh, not you know, the same experience as, as everyone's, but, uh, you know, I think you all have maybe opened my eyes a little bit more to the fact that I maybe I am a closet autograph collector. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I enjoyed it, guys, as always. All right, and we'll talk to you next month. Bye, everybody.